I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. Uh, each week we call it one another and we just catch up. <laughs> that is the worst show. I've ever made. <laughs> Sit on this crucifix <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, this. <laughs> stop, 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 stop. Ow! Uh, that, yeah, I, I went there, Mike. Uh, I went there, motherfucker. Hey, hey Joey. Hi, Mike. Hey, hey Joey. Joey. Hi, Mike. <laughs> No one would ever go to this what? many sex-sounding gay bars. Down the spiral staircase? With a <laughs> dancing monkey? Seriously. <laughs> Did you buy dog Viagra? Joey, it was nice catching up with you. Go, go to hell, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hello, Michael Lawson. And hello to everybody listening. My name is Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We've been friends for over a decade. And each week we just call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. We do that every single week. Um, somebody emailed me this week. This is maybe not the best note. But he was like telling me um, he was comparing catching up to my old podcast I used to do. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know what? Catching up just wasn't for me. And I was like, wait, why? I mean, it's I, – I just didn't understand. So I yeah, – It's not asked, for everybody. Asked him to clarify. And he said, well, here's an analogy. Mike Lawson is like chicken. And I mm-hmm. like to eat chicken. Sure. And one of my favorite dishes is chicken fettuccine. Great. Okay. And he said, when I saw that you did another podcast called Catching Up, I was like, oh, I like chicken. I'm I'm surely gonna like catching up, which yeah. is he called it like um, some sort of spicy Thai chicken dish, right? Yeah. And he doesn't like spicy food. He likes boring Mike Lawson chicken. <laughs> Did he actually so, say boring Mike Lawson chicken? No, no. Oh. But he said I like chicken Alfredo. I don't like spicy Thai chicken. So that's that fair enough. There are people who like your show. And there's people on the uh, reverse. There's people who like catching up that would never listen to some boring storytelling thing I do. Right? Yes. Yes. You're right. Um, you know, like when we first started the show, I would have been super offended by that. Now I'm just like, yeah, you're Man. right. Like episode three, we would have talked about ending this because yeah. I said that's right. Let's not do this anymore. <laughs> Why? What's the point? And I'm like, Man, don't listen. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> if four people listen, I'm fine. For the record, we just had like a 30-minute talk before we started recording. We should, Mike Lawson made the very good point that we should have recorded it. <laughs> Not for the show. It was, it was off-the-record stuff, but it was like yeah. really – it was like a whole off-the-record – you know what? I'm looking at the clock. It was like half an hour, Mike. You're right. Yeah, I know. It was all like stuff about work. It was stuff about Joey's relationship, which he doesn't want to bring up on here. Yeah. It was stuff about – um people that we don't want we don't want to mention stories about them on the show yeah it was good and they were good <laughs> stories <laughs> yeah there was like sex stories yeah and gonorrhea was involved gonorrhea was involved in <laughs> india and rock climbing oh yeah <laughs> so um cool how are you doing what's up i am doing just fine mike lawson you know uh I had a kind of a slow week last week. I just oh. sort of took it easy. But uh, so what I decided to do, remember, we, so Mike and I use this service called Trello. What do you call it? A service? It's like an it's a app or a, yeah. a website. It's, it's a web-based project management tool. Yeah. And uh, Mike and I made made the connection. Wow, we could actually use this for podcasting. And it'd be great if other podcasts did that, but I don't think they do. Yeah. And so on the Trello, we had a little – file that i put all i when i came back from christmas break break christmas breakation i uh had a bunch of stories that we just couldn't do so i'm gonna do two of those stories oh cool. uh, first yeah first of one is um uh well now we know them as the johns by their real names uh but we still will call them paul and john because one of the reasons why i used fake names was for no other reason than that it gets confusing when you say right john and john and john yeah it's hard to clarify who is who. Yeah. So that and was one ha- of the big reasons. Huh? You have a name that you use, but it's inappropriate to use. Like when we were, ta- with, we were talking off the record, you have like pet names that are – Yeah. It, it requires so much backstory yeah. to understand that. My biggest fear is that people will use these pet names in real life. <laughs> Which is totally possible too because you – 
have there's people in LA that listen to the show that you'll socialize with. Yeah. And you might, you know, head out to some sort of event that you know a podcast listener goes to and then they start using the the pet name that is inappropriate to use to the person's face. So let's it's funny call them that you John say and that. Paul. It reminds yeah, John and Paul, but it reminds me uh one of our listeners uh tweeted me this past week saying that they had a big event. No, it wasn't a big event. It was an art event in downtown Los Angeles. Uh, it was a, some sort of artist found a small alley between two buildings and on Saturday was going to um, make a shower of rose petals the entire day oh, from like 9 a.m. Yeah. to 9 p.m. And so this listener, Michael, all I know is his name is Michael, was like, you and Cameron should go do that downtown. And I was like, no. And they listed like a litany of reasons why I we would not do this. One, uh, I don't know if you saw this, the mayor of LA did a slow jam about it, but the 101 oh, yeah. was closed right. all weekend, so fuck that. I'm Cameron, <laughs> staying away from LA. Cameron also worked. Cameron also saw, was working. I saw this tweet conversation. Yeah, Cameron also working, but I don't think I mentioned on this, on the tweet, that just sounds like a... a and you know, you know what? I saw an article about it. it I was right. It was going to be a rat fuck. Anytime you have cool things like that happen, it's a billion people showing up. And you're in line forever. And I think there's this fantasy that it's just going to be me and Cameron dancing in rose petals. Which, by the way, Mike, picture that in your head right now. <laughs> me? That's like a that's a common uh, master, masturbation fantasy that I have. <laughs> yeah, me and Cameron in an alley in downtown with rose petals falling yeah. all over us. Just like, yeah. and I'm picturing us like holding hands and like like going around the Maypole. You know? Oh, and- yours is much more G-rated. Mine is more American Beauty. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the ground in like a sexy position. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, and uh, then I saw online that it, people were waiting three hours to go in the alley, uh, and, and you know the alley was just packed with people the whole way, just taking selfies. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, uh, that's kind of we. The world has turned into like a place to get a really good Instagram photo. Like, there yeah. are so many like. And I'm all about the selfie. I can, I, I will, um, I stand in um, solidarity. Solidarity with people who take selfies. I like the selfie. I think I, I could go off on the selfie, and I, I think that it's a great thing. Um, but like when we have started creating events just for a selfie, like what's that really for? That whole event is so that people can post about it on social media. There's, it's not an experience. It's really just so they can capture it. Have you ever been to an event where, where these uh, younger people are just taking selfies the whole time? And we just watch them? Yeah. It is so comical. It's very similar. I just bought a, uh, a one of those like uh, Google Cardboard that type of things uh, for virtual reality. Have you seen those? Yeah. Okay. And I was showing it to my dad, and then I, I had my dad looking at it, and he was like, "Oh my God, look at the oh, look at the tapatanam, ah, huh? look at the oh God, this is great, right?" And, but it's when you watch him, it's a person just looking in his headset, like looking all over the place, like a lunatic, right? <laughs> That's kind of what it looks like with these people with the selfies, just yeah. all over the place, like smiling and chick. And I've been doing a lot of um, I didn't used to do this, but now I'm super into photo bombing. Mm-hmm. And so I've been photobombing a lot of them, and uh, I just think it's the greatest thing ever. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So go ahead. I was at an NFL game once, and the lady in front of me was forcing her boyfriend to selfie. But every time they were selfieing, I'm I'm sitting directly behind them. So I started just – she did probably 10 photos before she ever – uh, real before I got fed up with it, so and started making faces, and then once she started realizing I was making faces, she would make that she would crop it closer and closer, and I would have to bend down more and more, but I would totally do it. That happened the uh, other day. I was with my boyfriend at the at a coffee house, and there was an old lady actually taking her selfie of herself at the coffee house, and I kept photobombing her, and so you would see her look at it and then go like, hmm, and then like try and retake it, but try and get me out of the picture, and I kept doing it, <laughs> and finally she just moved away. Um, I was on the BART train the other day and this woman, young, young woman, I said woman, she was probably 17. So young woman. Um, and the BART train stopped at, um, I want to say like Embarcadero and the BART conductor gets on the loudspeaker and he's like, Hey guys, there's no smoking on the BART train, especially the train right next to the conductor. Come on. Right. 
and this girl cracked up. She's all alone, and she puts, pulls her cell phone out, and she puts it in, like, selfie mode. And at full volume, she starts laughing, and she's like, oh, my God, you guys. You'll never guess what just happened. And she recounted everything. <laughs> and it was so uncomfortable because everyone in the train could hear it. She's doing it at full volume. And I kind of felt embarrassed for her. But then I started thinking about it. I'm like, kind of, like, good for her. Good for her for not being, like – embarrassed and she's doing what she's doing i don't know good for her okay yeah what i was gonna say was uh, um it, it was just sort of like that fucking white people man fucking white people because this coffee house reminded me of this i'm sitting there with uh cameron and he and i agreed just to get lunch together we hadn't seen each other a couple days and then he had to um do something and then go to work mm-hmm. and then i needed to get home just because i wanted to beat traffic <laughs> what's so funny about that nothing so uh i don't get what's so funny oh, that okay. he, has to, that he has to go to he work he has and to I go just... live his life and i have to like get home before traffic hits so i can check the mail well no it's I, even worse. I don't I like get... checking the mail past sundown no it's no it's even better than that uh it's and i can get a plug-in too no i had to get home in time to record our preview episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap, which you oh, can cool. now download uh, on iTunes. I'm going to tell you something. Tell this, me. This preview episode was really good. Oh, good. And so you can search in iTunes RuPaul and you'll find it. Yeah, yeah. It comes up right after her podcast, her actual podcast. So, uh, yeah, RuPaul's Drag Race Recap is coming back. We did a preview episode because we met the queens. Have you seen the Meet the Queens video? Yeah. I didn't see the videos. I saw their photos, though. Okay, and we recapped them, and then we'll come back when the show comes back, March 7th. Anyway, so uh, that's why I need to get back at 2.30, and so it was, it was a perfect time for us to both leave. It's 2.15 at this point, right? 2.15! Okay. And we're just, you know, hanging out, being boyfriends, and uh, he gets a phone call. He's like, oh, hey, Mom, what's up? Uh-huh. Oh, Grandma wants to die? Oh, okay. no. All right. Well, yeah, yeah. You don't have to go to work at four thirty, but I can, I can stop by and see her. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bye. So I go. Oh, what? What's wrong? And I had known that his maternal grandmother, not the one that he lived with, but his maternal grandmother, uh, has a brain tumor and is in you know getting towards the end. And he goes, uh, "Oh, it's my mom, and you know my grandma's not doing too well. She wants to die, and I should probably go see her." I go, "Oh, do you want to go?" He goes, no, we're hanging out at 2.30. And I go, oh, okay. And so we hung out until 2.30, and then he left. Mike, I'm going to tell you, he called me within 25 minutes to tell me. We, we, well, we went, we went to uh, Gelson's and bought some fancy butter. Mm-hmm. So he called me to tell me he was really stoked that he found there was a bakery right next to the hospital, and he bought a hot baguette and had just come out of the oven. And he was on his way home to try the butter. Ugh. And I was like, fucking white people, man. If that was my if the, if the story was reversed, I'm telling you, people would be already getting on airplanes from around the country for my grandmother. Like people would be like that I have never met before would be getting on airplanes to fly to California to be with my grandmother. Her room would be packed with people, which you know sort of reminds me too of. I don't want to give too much away because this person is very protective of her privacy, but I mm-hmm. happen to know someone who knew Elizabeth Taylor very well. Towards mm-hmm. the end. And she's told me great Elizabeth Taylor stories. Great Elizabeth Taylor stories. And one of my favorite ones, even, by the way, all the stories are sad, mm-hmm. um, was uh, Elizabeth Taylor had something happen to her medically. I don't remember what it was, but she was in the hospital, Cedar sinai And she had this gigantic room, you know, just like the biggest hospital room in Cedar sinai This woman worked for Elizabeth Taylor. No one came to visit Elizabeth Taylor. She was just alone. Like, maybe her son might come one time for like a half an hour, but no, she had no visitors. And meanwhile, like, next door on the same floor was some old Mexican woman who was <laughs> dying. And the woman, what, what's so funny? I'm just imagining the two different rooms. Yeah, well, that's what she's saying. It was packed. She says right. it was well, packed Well, it was probably a people. small, tiny room, too. Yeah. But Overflow. She said, yeah, but she said you could feel the love and the warmth. And she said, yeah. isn't that something that this woman has had 
everything in her life, has everything you would ever want, is more money, is famous, and it, everyone loves her and adores her, but she has no one. She's so alone. Like, oh, by the way, all the story about how alone Elizabeth Taylor yeah. was. Well, I and, think that's that. That's an interesting story to talk about, but I do think that white people generally we treat dying people so weird we really do like uh i don't know like almost as an inconvenience in like our life i've seen it you know it really well, is bizarre look i i don't mind treating old people like inconveniences but when they die man latinos and blacks put on the fucking show man and when my grandma passes away and god let's like knock on wood let's hope it's years and years from now uh people will be throwing themselves in the coffin <laughs> right she's almost 90 yeah. Uh, people be like, you know, like swooning as if like she was a 25 year old. Right. So, um, yeah. And we're, it's, yeah. A, we're a good quarter of the way in. And we've got <laughs> zero of her stories. <laughs> that's what makes, look, that's, and if you don't like that, then listen, to, go get your chicken Alfredo. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. You're right. This is, let's just get back to it. Let's get, let's get to it. Let's get to it. So the What's point, up? um, is that John, not Paul, as we know, John, who likes to collect dolls and loves everything dolls and doll, right? Yeah. Action figures, dolls, okay? I mean, I've walked into his apartment and seen him giving little dolls a perm, okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> that wasn't a show that we edited out that story. So, so I've seen that. <laughs> he handpicks dolls to go to the movies with them based on the movie he's about to see. Like, this doll's personality would enjoy this movie, therefore I'm going to take this doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, or or when he goes on trips, takes people that would be appropriate to go on that trip. Yeah, dolls that would be appropriate on that trip. So, anyway, <laughs> uh, there is a very strange, I love it. I'd never been before, but I'd always wanted to go, a strange thing to do in L.A. called the Bob Baker Marionette Theater. Mm. It's not right downtown LA. Not Bob Barker, Bob Baker. Okay. And it's um, basically a puppet theater. Okay. Mm-hmm. Obviously meant for children. Yeah. And I always wanted to go because it just sounded creepy. Yeah. People would tell me no because it sounded creepy. It I reminds to go me of the show I saw at Fairyland up here in Oakland. Like, yeah. Like, dust they're not just old marionettes they're kind of dusty and they mm-hmm. still use them and okay okay exactly exactly so i'd always wanted to go so one day months and months ago john paul and i were driving through downtown and we passed it and I, I just sort of offhand mentioned oh i've always wanted to go to the bob baker marionette theater have you been john and john was like paul won't go with me <laughs> he said it's creepy yeah and i go oh i'll totally go go Paul goes, oh, if you go, I'll go. Oh, my God. (laughs) John got so mad. He goes, of course he did. Yeah. Why is it that whenever Joe will do it, then you'll go? And Paul made the point because when John goes, he's taking it seriously. He knows Uh, that if uh I go, we can make fun of it as we sit there. You can talk about how creepy it is. Right? Yes, yes. Like he knows that I'm going because it's creepy. I'm not going because I genuinely want to see these cool marionettes. Okay. <laughs> so we finally make it a date to go see it during Christmas time, the Nutcracker show that they do. Mm-hmm. So we go. We 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 buy tickets and everything like that. They're not terribly expensive. We buy tickets and we go to the Bob Baker Marionette Theater. Um, John, no, not John. Sorry, Paul. Says, oh, when I show up, we bought four tickets. And I go, who's the fourth person? It's some doll friend of John's. So now there's two people who want to see it for the humor of it. And then two people who want to see it uh, for real. Sure. That's okay. No third wheel. John probably knew. He knew if it's just you two, he'd be alone. That's a really good point. Good point, Lawson. So we show up and we show up. Kind of early. And remember, this is meant for children. So there's seats, and then the children... Oh, anybody actually can. There's like a, a huge area around the perimeter of the stage. Mm-hmm. Like the stage is not raised. It's all a flat room. Mm-hmm. But along the perimeter, if you will, if there is a stage, is like a different colored carpeting, and that's where people can sit. You're not allowed to sit... Like the stage is red, but like the perimeter is blue, I think. 
Okay. And generally, it's children sitting there, and then there's <laughs> chairs along the walls where the parents sit behind their kids. Yeah. Right? It's children and John in his overalls. <laughs> <laughs> and a, and, a, and an in, a train engineer's hat. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we show up early, and the, sure enough, there's four seats, four chairs, cool. right there, smack dab, center stage. So uh, John is like, let's take these seats. So I take them. It's myself, uh, Paul, then John, then the friend. Okay? Mm-hmm. People start pouring in, and this little boy wants to sit on the floor in front of where I am. Okay. And the mom's like, oh, no, honey, uh, you can't sit here because, I mean, do you want me to sit with you? And he goes, yeah, would you sit on the floor? And she's like, No. But she's doing this weird thing where she, I can tell she wants me to give up my seat. Yeah. And actually, as I was telling Paul later, if she would have said, hey, you know, my kid wants to sit here. Do you mind if you move? Or is there I, – I, is it, like if she asked nicely, I would have been like, oh, yeah, sure. You know, there were plenty of seats. But yeah. she was being super cunty and passive aggressive about it. Sure. She was like, no, son, you can't sit there because some people, you know, just want to sit here. And uh, just sit here, and I guess, you know... You guys paid to get in, right? Yeah, we paid to get in. Yeah, fuck her. Yeah, fuck her. And also, like, if she would... You don't have to be... You can can do... There's so much... There's so many options. By the way, the kid could have sit and had a great seat four feet down. And she could have sat right behind him. Mm -hmm. So... And then the husband showed up. The husband was really cool. Oh, the husband was actually kind of hot. And the husband's like, oh, I'll sit with him, honey. And so she just sat in the back. And then the husband sat in front of me. And I was like, ooh, I win. So the show happens. The show is super creepy. Have you seen the videos that I posted of this? Or that, um, that, that I, John has no, posted? I, I, it sounds familiar, but it's been a while. So Yeah, no. it's been since Christmas. So it's really, it's, it is actually wonderful how creepy it is. I actually want to take my nieces. I think they would really, really like it. Mm-hmm. But... Um, and it, it, it's something I could see children just really, really liking. It's something you would have really good memories of, very strong memories of as a child. I can just see that. Yeah. Because it's so different and so weird. Go Does ahead. Does it feel kind of like uh, Mr. Rogers' magic? What was the fantasy town called? Oh, uh, Mad- Kingdom of Imagination or something? What is it? I don't, I don't know. know. Imagination Kingdom? Does it feel kind of like that with stories or? No, it, it, it is actually really elaborate and really well done. And it's so funny because you see where the, because now I was going to say the puppeteers now are kind of hot hipsters. And oh. you're like, oh, this is such hipster territory to be a puppeteer at the Bob Baker. Yeah. You know, because it was these hot hipsters and they were writing the show and they're actually semi-elaborate. It's I would I again people go like oh it's creepy I highly recommend it. it's so weird and so different and their show's very short it's like forty five minutes long it's not mm. terribly long and then afterwards you go into a room next door and they serve you cake and ice cream <laughs> and the ice cream's really good so we, so after the show there was some I guess one of the puppet shows had a, a rare Barbie on it so okay. John so John was like. The puppeteers were sitting there eating ice cream and talking, and John was like, do you think if I ask them, they'll let me see the Barbie? I'm like, I don't know. Go and ask them, right? Yeah. So just John, he walks up to them. I don't know what he says, but one of the hot hipsters just looks at him like with this disgust. Like, just disgust. He looks at me. He's like, no! <laughs> and John's like, oh. <laughs> like, walk back. And then shut him down. But yeah, so we went to the Bob Baker Marionette Theater. If you're ever in Los Angeles, you want to do something quirky mm. and different and weird, I highly, highly recommend it. It was fun. It's short. It's weird. It's different. A plus. I want to go again with. I'm, I'm going to take my nieces and then yeah. my other child, Cameron. <laughs> Interesting. I maybe, dated maybe a Cameron. And I will take him. Oh, that's right. You dated a puppeteer. I totally dated a puppeteer. He still is like doing puppeteer stuff, hardcore. And he's totally hipster now, too. He has, like, a handlebar mustache, and his glasses are, like, perfect circles. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you know what's so funny is the puppeteering world is so small, and I'm sure he knows uh, Oh yeah. Well, my friend's brother, who's a puppeteer. He, he does these um, – uh, he owns – I don't know if owns is the right word. He started a theater company, and they hire puppeteers from all over L.A. So he's done a bunch of shows in L.A., 
So he does like he started in like Long Beach area and now he's like mostly working in LA. I follow him on Facebook and stuff. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. But interesting. Oh, puppeteers. What's going on with you, Mike Lawson? Well, Joey, I had uh these this plan. You might remember last week I was like I'm going to meet up with my friend Jennifer. Uh, Jennifer has been mentioned in the show probably famously for being a little bit flaky and hard to nail down plans with, right? Mm-hmm. So we were like, Saturday, we're going to hang out. And actually worked out really well because I was going to hang with Steve this weekend and Steve was going to a concert on Saturday. And he What was concert does Steve go to? It's like a some EDM like festival rave thing that he went to. I don't know. Um I have no Wait, idea, Steve is in like EDM and festival and rave music? Yeah, 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 yeah. I would never imagine that. Yeah, he's all about it. Um, That's shocking to me. I thought you would have yeah. seen like into like um, the Doobie Brothers or like <laughs> what? <laughs> like just some sort of like nerdy white guy music. I'll bet you he doesn't even know what Doobie Brothers are. I'll bet you. Steve Steve listens to the show, by the way, and I get texts when he is. So, Steve, text me right now. Do you know who the Doobie Brothers are? And don't cheat. Don't cheat. Just say yes or no. I know the Doobie Brothers. Okay. So, Steve's at this concert. He's going to come over later that night. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, Jennifer, let's. we have Saturday. Let's put in the books. Don't flake. She says to me, don't flake, as if I'm the one that's always making it difficult to hang out. Um, and I, every time I talk about her, I tell you I love hanging out with her. I love her. We text all the time. We're good friends, but getting her to fucking schedule something is so hard. So we're we're like Saturday. It started with we're going to go to the Beauty and the Beast sing along at the Castro Theater Saturday. Sure, D- dinner and drinks, Beauty and the Beast. So that's the plan. As the date approaches, she's like, you know, we haven't bought tickets yet. Why don't we go to just some other movie or we just do dinner and drinks? Like, I just want to catch up. It's been so long. It's been months since we have hung out, right? And so I'm like, okay, no Beauty and the Beast. I'm not heartbroken. Um, I'll come to your side to make it easy for you because she lives in San Francisco. I live in the East Bay. It's a, you know, a 15. You did it when you went to Twitter. It's not a far BART ride to get there. No, it's not far at all. I'm like, I'm going to come to you to make it easy for you, okay? So Saturday morning comes, and I text message her, and I say, what time do you want to hang out? And she's like, oh, what time's good for you? I've got some stuff in the morning. So I firm, I finally get her to commit to 5 p.m., okay? Well, first she, she doesn't actually commit to 5 p.m. She says 5-ish. And then I'm like, where do you want to meet? Tell me where to meet you. And in my head, I'm, I feel like I kind of test her because if this were anyone, if this was you and me, Mm -hmm. I would be like, half of the time, I feel like I would be like, where do you want to be, Joe? And then the other half of the time, I would feel like I would be like, I want to do dinner here or let's Mm -hmm. meet here. I want to try this place. Like it's kind of 50, 50, but with her, she's so flaky that I don't want to do the legwork for it. If I know she's just going to flake. So I'm like, you tell me where to meet you, and I'll be there at five. And she responds, "Well, the Super Bowl's over. On, you know, the Super Bowl crowd is really big over here in the city. It's just like so crazy. Everywhere's going to be a long wait. It's going to be awful." And so I'm like, "Okay, why don't you come to this side of the bay then? Maybe it'll be lighter." And then an hour goes by with nothing. I'm <sighs> like, uh. <laughs> and I even text Steve. I'm like, I, I'll put money on it. She's ditching me tonight. So she finally texts back and she's like, you know, I don't feel like going over to that side of the bay. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, fuck this. So does she, ever, does she ever go to that side of the bay? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. So next weekend, this coming weekend, her she's going to be over here because her mom lives over here, here. Her sister now lives over here with her niece. So she does come over here now a lot more but she's come over like she's taken the bar over we've hung out on this side but it's just like pulling teeth to fucking get her to come over it's so hard and then um (laughs) i don't know how to segue to the instagram picture (laughs) i do before you talk about that did we remember we recorded all those shows when we were hanging out together in the bay area in the summer we did Remember we, we did them together, didn't we? Uh-huh. Did we tell the story on the show when we went to that Best Buy and the, those girls in that car were, like, doing donuts in the parking lot going, woo! 
and like the yelling. They weren't at the having fun. Hurt. They were like mad at Best Buy. Oh Remember? yeah, they were honking. And they almost hit us. Yeah, they were like pissed, and it was like in a really shitty car too. But they were mm. acting as if they were going to drive through the front of the Best Buy. And then the security guard was just filming them on his phone. Yeah. I don't know if we told that story in the show, but for some reason I was thinking, like, why would she not want to come over to that part of town? And I was like, oh, because <laughs> she goes to Best Buy and people are doing donuts in the parking lot mad at Best Buy. San Francisco's not any better. They're just – nobody drives, so there's, like, homeless people taking dumps everywhere. Do you know what I mean? It's not any better. Yeah. Does Steve think it's weird that I have a boyfriend? Because uh... you said he listens to the show. We haven't talked about it too much. Does he think it's weird that you have a boyfriend? No. Yeah, well, because you think he listens to the show. Like, has he commented at all? Like, texted? Like, oh, Joe has a boyfriend? Or no, but he did. Um, there was an Instagram picture that I just sent to you. Oh, you did. Yeah. Oh, I sent to you to Hungry Chola on Instagram. You have to open Instagram. Oh, okay. Oh, I guess I could screenshot it and text it to you too. Is that easier? Yeah, because you know I don't have Instagram on my iPad. I don't use my phone here. Text um, so there's this picture on Instagram that we saw, and I said to him, I was like, oh, that guy's kind of hot. And his first reaction was, that looks that's, looks like Joe's boyfriend. Now, here's a question. How does Steve know what Cameron looks like? From, like, Facebook and stuff. He's oh, asked okay. what he looked like. Oh, okay. And so I guess he's right, but you'll see it's covering his eyes. You can't see much of the guy's face at all. And... So I'm like, I can't. Oh, I could totally see that. He's just kind of basic white guy, though. Yeah. Isn't he? It, it, it is. Like a, because you, you could also say it looks like, uh, you know, you, you could make a case for anybody. You could say, make a case. It, but I, I totally see what he's talking about. Actually. Well, he kind of has like wavy hair. Does Cameron have wavy yeah, hair? Yeah, Cameron has like wavy and that kind. It's blondish, you know? And yeah. Cameron does have blonde hair, like that sort of dirty blonde. And uh, yeah, and, but it, it is just like. Standard issue white person take a picture. <laughs> and yeah. like the eyes are like the one feature that would say like that person looks like you. I feel like without yeah. eyes, he looks like 10 people. Yeah. You know? No, I agree. I, I, I don't think it's crazy to think that. Yeah, I think that's good. So, uh, okay. So, so she just landed up flaking on you then. Yeah. So then I ended up doing nothing really. I did. Um, I don't know if now's an appropriate time to plug it, but I started a new podcast this weekend. Um, called 12 minute stories. If you search, uh, iTunes for 12 minute stories, or you go to 12 minute stories.com, you can find it. And I f- feel like I, w- I don't want to beg Joe to do a story. I've asked him once. We talked know, I, about I'm it. I'm going to do a story. I, I really want you to, but I also don't want to feel, make you feel like you have to do one. You know, what's uh, so funny is when you were talking, we, we, we talked about it a little bit on the pre-show that no one heard. <laughs> and, uh, when we were talking, I, I earlier today, I'd said like, Oh, this was a weird story that happened to me that I've never told in the show, but wouldn't, it wouldn't work on catching up. And I was like, Oh, that would be a good idea for Mike's uh, show. So I think I'm going to do that. Do story. it. So 12minutestories.com, I'm actually looking for a lot of people to submit stories because every week it's going to be one story and from submitted by anybody. So if you uh, – you don't have to be a podcaster. You could just be someone with an iPhone or an Android phone that records the audio. You send the audio to me. Go to 12minutestories.com to figure out how. And you send me the audio, 10 to 15 minutes of audio. I chop it up and turn it into a – uh, a produce little thing so it's not a lot of effort on your part it's just record the story and send it to me that's it so i started that that was a i mean there's something i really enjoy about like creating like a, the look and feel of something like a podcast and mm-hmm. getting all the logos together and the website and all of that so i did a bunch of that this weekend too that sounds like a everything that i hate about podcasting I know. We really do. Well, do you enjoy editing? Because you some, do all that. Some, some days better than others, but yeah, because I really enjoy editing. I don't. I don't enjoy editing long. I enjoy editing short things. Well, it's been well, it's, it's been really fun editing our show lately because we it's very very close to what we uh, record yeah. now. So in the old days, man, it would take all day. But that was on you because you were like, you know, that joke didn't land, so I'm going to take it out. No, I still do that. 
I have to take out like a bunch of the little things that refer to that joke and like I think I didn't a, know how to use audacity as well. Now yeah. I know how to use it much better and also we don't we used to do like really long pointless story we could still we did. do that. We did. We used to say like I don't know if this story is going to make sense but I'm going to do it anyway and then 40 minutes later you're like I'm just going to cut that out. Well remember in the after we had the we used to do the um mini episodes and they would be like as long as an episode could we be putting all those chopped up conversations into the mini episodes yeah it was a lot of work yeah um what else is up with you any other stories well one of the benefits of being friends with paul of paul and john is paul and john for his job has to go see a lot of he has to consume a lot of culture yeah. and so uh, we'll often go see plays uh, on his company's dime, okay, and he gets you know it's it's so he often has tickets. And if his boyfriend John can't go for whatever reason or doesn't want to go, I luckily I get called first. I think right. <laughs> I you think I do. Yeah, I don't know. So uh, recently, uh, John and Paul were going. Oh. Paul had to go to, um, you know, all these dumb awards that you see on TV. Paul has to go to them, but to him, they work. He's so annoyed when he has to go. So he had to go to the SAG Awards. Okay. Okay. And he's like, oh, I didn't realize the same night I have tickets for this play. And John and I are going, do you want these two tickets to this play? Cool. And I was like, great. And, and they always get like the fucking best seats in the house, you know, because the company doesn't care. You know, right. they're just like, whatever. So um, it was for Rain Wilson. You remember him from The Office? Oh yeah, not Dwight. a huge fan. Not a huge I'm not, fan. I'm not a huge fan either. I didn't even really like him on Six Feet Under. Yeah, yeah. And he was doing a one man show called uh. Yeah. Oh, just wait. <laughs> called Tom Payne on Nothing. Uh. <laughs> Do you know the show? No, but like, I feel like. Rain Wilson already lost me. One man show gone, and then Tom Payne, disgusting, like historical. No, it's not old. historical. It's not historical. Oh, good. It's just a guy named Tom Payne. On, oh, it's, it's called, not like Tom Payne. Tom. Payne. No, it's not. Oh, good. And he doesn't even address that. It's just called Tom Payne on nothing. So I, I would actually be honest. I was like, mm, I don't know if I want to go. And I, I looked it up, and it has stellar reviews, like stellar, like okay. New York Times. Going ape shit over it. All these other like really respected um, newspapers and sources just loving this one man show. And like, oh, and all of them say, "Can I want to know what is it about?" And they're like, "It it it defies description." Uh, and I was like, "Oh, what's going on here?" So that's I was a like, red flag to me. It, it should have been a red flag. It should have been a red flag. Okay. So I I grope a friend of the show, Melissa McQueen, to go with me to see Tom Payne on Nothing. Mm -hmm. And we go, and just as expected, they're like, you know, second row center. Yeah. From this show. It's a smaller theater, though. But still, they're great seats. And it's one of I knew this from having seen another play there before with John. Is it's in the smaller version of the Geffen Theater, and because it's a short show, it's eighty minutes. They tell you, um, go to the bathroom now because once it starts, there's no leaving. If you leave, you can't come back in. Yeah. So then, of course, in my brain, that makes me just want to pee the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> so I intentionally, Mike. I'm not even joking. I did this because I knew this was going to happen. I intentionally drank no liquid after 4 p.m. Smart. And so the play was at 8. So now I'm there. I'm so thirsty, <laughs> you know, in this play. Now I'm just thinking about how thirsty I am. This play was so stupid. <gasps> really? It was awful. It was, what was awful. What was it about? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Because it was a lot of this, like, I'm, Mike, I'm going to do an impression of the play. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna do impression of the beginning. I'm gonna do impression of the end. Okay. Okay. Just for like a second, I'll do like ten seconds each. Here's the beginning. You might be wondering why I'm standing here, talking to you, speaking to you, using words, words coming out of my mouth. <laughs> I guess I'm wondering the same thing. I guess we're in this together. Okay, that was the first ten seconds. It literally is that for 80 minutes. Okay, now I'm going to do the last 10 seconds of the show. 
The car pulled in. But what did that all mean anyway? <laughs> really? There's no story. Uh-huh. In fact, I shouldn't have said the car pulled in because it made you think there was some sort of hint of a story. No. It's literally him rambling for 80 minutes about nothing. I have no idea. Which made the part I'm going to tell you now even more awful. So there's a person behind me. I don't know who it is. Oh, I forgot about the other part too. Okay. There's a person behind me. Okay. I just hear his stomach growling. But not <laughs> the whole time. But not hunger, like pooey growling, right? <laughs> so you'd hear like the like the internal like, <laughs> and then you would just smell like the grossest, no, no, like really? sulfur like smell. Well, because you know he wanted to go to the bathroom, but he couldn't because he couldn't come back in. <laughs> and everybody, no. of course, is just pretending like none of this is happening. Poor guy. I feel bad for him. I know. That's why I didn't want to look at him because I, I didn't want to sh- – I, 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 usually in a play, I'd be like, dude, go to the fucking bathroom. But they scare the shit out of you and they're like, you're not coming back in if you leave. Right. So I was like, oh. So you, you would hear – because it's so quiet. Cause it's one man. It's not a musical. Because if, if it was me and it was like you know 42nd Street, every tap number – Right. I would just be letting loose, right? <laughs> but it's like a one-man show of a guy just talking at, like, at a very low volume. Yeah. So I, he was just like... Poor guy. Oh, I no. know. So I then... A, my coworker's okay. stomach is really loud, but it's not pooey loud. It's like after he eats, you could I could be on the phone and people on the phone could hear his stomach. It's so loud. <laughs> It's something I'm used to in tutoring, and it happens with students, and it happens with me sometimes, and it's just right. like, ugh, it's awful. Yeah, it's It natural. really is awful. But the, po- the farting stuff is not cool. Like, I feel bad for him, but... But maybe he was just like, I don't know what to do. Oh, God. It has to come out somewhere. Yeah. Anyway, so after the play, M- McQueen and I are so happy the play's over. Yeah. That was the best part of the play. Oh, it really <laughs> the was the best stomach. part of the play. <laughs> McQueen well, she, turns... She, she, McQueen she thought it was awful, too. Yeah, she said Geffen Playhouse, more like Effin Playhouse, which I thought was funny. Anyway, um, so the guy says, I don't, I don't know if it's the stomach guy, but it is the guy behind me goes, oh, there's somebody's cell phone here. Okay. And I and I go, what? And he goes, yeah, there's somebody's cell phone. Will you take care of this? And then just hands me the phone. What? Yeah, and he walks out. Why don't you he, take he, care of it? I don't well, know. Well, maybe he had to run off to shit. Yeah, he had to go run off and take a <laughs> shit, yeah. I gotta go. Yeah, I'm in a hurry. <laughs> So then I'm like, huh. So I just started to use all my life hacker tricks. And so I turned on the phone and I talked to Siri. Well, I tried to talk to Siri. It's like, Siri is not allowed to be used unless you put in the code, which is like, that's weird. Because usually you can put it, you can use Siri and go, whose phone is this? And it will tell you whose phone and their phone numbers, right? Oh. But luckily, when I turned the phone on, she had gotten a text message during the play from some person. So... I take up my phone and I call that number to tell them, listen, your friend here, uh, whoever you called, she left her phone. I'm going to turn it in the concierge. So when you get a hold of her somehow and tell her that her phone is at the concierge. So I call the woman's like, hello. And I go, listen, you don't know me. Oh, what? Uh, who is this? <laughs> Click. <laughs> right. <laughs> Did you call Betty Batanz? I know, seriously. It Betty Batanz is like, Isis is calling me. Uh, I don't know who this is trying to <laughs> rob me. So I call again. Of course, it goes to voicemail. So I leave her a message saying the same thing, right? Yeah. And then, but right when I turn the phone in, the woman walks up and goes, oh my gosh, my phone. Thank you. Right? Oh, perfect. And, and then I got a text message from the lady I had hung up on me. She goes, you're a good citizen. Oh, good. Yeah. So it all worked out. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I went home. But that was my experience at... Uh, Rain Wilson, Tom Payne on nothing. What's going on with you, Mike Lawson? So boring. Sounds like an awful show. Don't ever, please, no one, it's still playing, I think, it's for the other rest of the month. Do not go see this play. The only person I think that I like less than Rain Wilson is um, the Hodgkins. What's his name? Tom, ha, huh? He was on Daily Show for a while, and he does like a professor Oh, no. John Hodgman. He, Hodgman. Okay, don't, uh, okay. We, we're 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 really deep into this show right now. Yeah. So I can't. But don't don't make me go on a rant about John Hodgman and those hipster comics. Please 
I'm, I'll put it on Trello. We, I'll go on that rant some other time. He's not funny to me. No, he is not um, funny. I, but the hipster the comic. Emperor wears no clothes with that guy. Yeah. It's like hipsters just – nobody thinks he's funny, but they're afraid to say they don't right. think he's funny. Because he speaks like – his like speech pattern sounds smart. So they're yeah, like, so yeah, the, I, I get it. I want to seem smart. Yes, I want to seem smart because he is not funny. He has never, ever made me laugh, ever. I, I agree with you. For once, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, so, Joey, I had this illustration uh, project that I did freelance for this nonprofit that knows me. And I just wanted to tell you – and we're running really long on time, and this is a short story. I can make it even shorter. But um, the woman who hired me, she basically she hired me to draw her plus – four maybe three and three so six people plus her so seven total okay hello i'm here and so she's like uh gave me details about everyone and uh photos of their faces and stuff what she wants them to look like um she was basing it off of a piece of work i did for a different nonprofit that she saw so i kind of mm-hmm. knew what i what she wanted so i'm like drawing it and um I was kind of slow in getting it to her, so I gave her like a teaser image. I was like, just so you know, I am working on it. I knew, I know I said I was going to have it to you, you know, by the end of the weekend, but it's like Monday and I don't have it yet. But here's what I got so far, just so she kind of knew what she was getting, which any graphic designer or illustrator could tell you is such a bad idea to show like progress work because they're like, Here's a hundred things that I want you to fix, but you're like, oh. wait till you see it all. Do you know what I mean? So I knew I, I was wish getting. I would have known that because that's sort of what the problem was when I did my big SAT project. Oh, I was yeah, showing it to them, I was going along, and it was causing me frustration because they were doing exactly that. Okay, go ahead. So the like you're getting feedback on stuff you haven't finished yet. And yes. You're like, well, you might actually like the final product. Yes. Let let me finish. So I um took her feet i mean it was she was nice about it and she knew it was a work in progress but the funniest thing so it's her um six other people three of which are female three of which are male okay she couldn't care less about the males look like but she gave me explicit feedback to make one of the ladies in the picture fatter (laughs) wait what yeah she was like the lady, the one lady, like she had names for all of them, um, or she had their name. She gave me their names. She's like, this one lady needs to be chunkier. She's a chunkier lady. Don't tell her. She said that too. Don't tell her I told you, but she's chunkier. And then she asked me to make her look younger. <laughs> so I did. Then it got so specific. She sent me, well, she sent me one face photo of everybody and I, I did what I did. But for her, she sent me like five or six photos of herself. And then she commented the final feedback. She's like, this is great. Everything's good. But can you do me one favor, one more edit? Can you change my hair? Because it's a little bit longer than that. So then she sent me all these pictures of her hair. But her hair, I mean, it was just above her shoulders. So Mm -hmm. I was drawing it just above her shoulders. So then I finally just had to ask. I'm like, hey, your hair in all these photos doesn't touch your shoulders. But in your pictures, but in the picture I'm showing, it doesn't either. Do you want it to go below your shoulders? So, like, it was like I was giving her a makeover in this picture. It was so weird. But I couldn't believe it. What did she the, say, though? Yeah, she wanted it longer. And she said – she ended up sending me a picture of um, – what was the lady's name who was married to Tom Cruise but didn't talk a lot? Nicole no, Kidman? No, after her. Katie Holmes? Yeah, Katie Holmes. She ended up sending if I was me a, a real homosexual, I'd Mimi Rogers. <laughs> she sent me a picture of Katie Holmes, and she's like, "Can you just draw it like this?" <laughs> Does she look anything like Katie Holmes? I'm <laughs> no. asking you. What? No, Joe, she doesn't. Wait, hold on. And I don't want to be mean. Like, I loved working with her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying. <laughs> Sounds to like it. I'm just trying to tell a story. But let me send you a picture of her. Can I? Oh, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does she? No, she looks like um She's not ugly or No 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 it, no no she's not ugly at all. But she does look like somebody. Oh wait, it's another picture of her. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't know how to. I love the. <laughs> Well, I should say, the first picture of her with a sweater around her neck, just laughing for no apparent reason. Because because you sent it after the picture of a fake Cameron. Uh-huh. Um, oh, it looks like she's looking at Cameron. Yeah, like laughing. Look at it. Oh, he doesn't look at Cameron. Then there's one of her holding a gift. And she. these are the pictures she sent you. So she obviously has an opinion of herself. So she's just loving life and just laughing all the time. Yep. Look at the, there's a picture of her doing the hula hoop, and then there's like this old Colonel Sanders man, just like so angry and bitter, looking at her. <laughs> Weird. There's several Colonel Sanders in that picture. There's another one on the left. He's not Colonel Sanders, but yeah, uh, no, she looks nothing like Katie Holmes. It's she looks kind of like, gosh, who not not Katie Holmes? Right. Well, maybe like Katie Holmes is like. Well-dressed grandmother. She looks like Catherine Helmond. I don't know who that is. She was the one who played Mona on Who's the Boss, the mom. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Did she die? No, I think she's still alive, but she's very old. Oh, yeah. She, and she was in Soap? Yes. Yeah. I do know her. Um, Joey, what do you got? Oh, new. We still got news stories to do. But you know, I want to tell you something. Do you know, we buzz through these news stories like nobody's business now. Last week, we started at the same point during the news, and we were done. So I have two news stories. One is woman suing for finding bloody fingertip in Applebee's salad. Number two, three planes violate no-fly zone over the Super Bowl. Ooh, I kind of want to hear about that second one. Okay. Um, just give me one minute to open it. I don't open them anymore because we only do one. So why have? Yeah, that's a waste point. of that's a waste of tabs. Yeah, my my computer's being kind of slow. Okay, three plane three planes violated Super Bowl airspace. Fed say three airplanes violated flight restrictions set up to secure the skies above Santa Clara during Sunday's Super Bowl, federal officials say. The Federal Aviation Administration did not immediately disclose details of the violation or say whether sanctions had been imposed on the pilots. The agency said earlier that it was imposing temporary flight restrictions around the South Bay from 2 p.m. to midnight. And there's even um, some video online of the planes i guess that escorted them out of the un the un uh, escorted the planes out of the restricted airspace yeah so that's pretty much the story there's i mean it's kind of pointless to even and they were like they, they wanted to do banners on the super bowl well they don't i don't know that detail did you read that somewhere oh, I did, or? for some reason i just made that up in my head right now they don't say that it was just planes that wanted to fly over there right and they were uh all private planes but does private plane include like a Southwest flight that accidentally did that or no. not? There's I would, smaller. I would imagine they mean like, oh shit. I don't know that. I feel like the reporting on this story is a little bit kind of uh, sensational. Like mm-hmm. they they don't say it explicitly, but they kind of want us to think that like the people at the Super Bowl were in danger of somebody crashing into them and doing something. Bad? Well, yeah, they don't want. They, yeah, they don't want that uh, any kind of terror situation. Yeah, but I think that the story wants us to think that because they don't say like probably just a mistake or this. It's hard to get. You know, they don't tell us is it hard to know when certain airspace is restricted or not or you know if I have a private plane and I'm going to fly from here to there. Oh yeah, how do they know? But then don't you think? No, come on. But those pilots have to know better than to try and fly over. The stadium during the Super Bowl, don't you think? You think so, but what if the no-fly zone is large and they're like, you know what, we're flying from here to uh, there? Yeah, we're not going to be near the stadium, but it's bigger than they think it is. Oh, yeah, so did you that. hear that? Um, on a related note, I think I was going to do this as a story that Disney was tr- toying with the idea of using drones in their fireworks show mm-hmm. that they could actually use drone technology to make their fireworks even better. Mm-hmm. But they can't because they've put that no, but their own it, that they fought for no oh. fly zone thing uh-huh. that it, it it prevents them from using drones their very own drones interesting so they can't use them legally yeah wow you know Disney and Anaheim those fucking big oh, wow Anaheim just repassed the ordinance 
And yeah. the FAA now <laughs> down with it. So like, how did that right. just happen? And Harbor Boulevard has all new plants and <laughs> pavement. That's weird. Yeah. And suddenly there's a new uh, there's a new uh, uh, city hall um, chamber <laughs> in the Manahorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think it's kind of silly on their part, but all, for some reason in my head, they were doing advertisements. Did you hear this story before I brought no, it up? No, no. Okay. I've heard it a couple times, but I follow like a lot of San Francisco news stuff because I try to get good stories for the show. So it's come up. I wonder if it's just coming up locally. And the tone of it is very like, oh, look at what these, you know, we had to escort them out of the airspace and it's a big deal. And it mm-hmm. I, in my head, I'm kind of thinking like it's paranoia for paranoia's sake. But um, do you have any news stories for me? I sure do, Mike Lawson. <laughs> Rescuers dug through garbage truck for boy thought to be inside. The contents of a garbage truck were... Oh. Wait, I didn't pick a story. Oh. Oh, yeah. Sorry. And it isn't. <laughs> sorry. Then and we look at the other story. The garbage truck boy sounds really interesting. Well, no, wait, listen to this one first, though. Okay. Listen to this other one, because you've heard that one, and I accidentally kind of read it. But listen to this one. Clown charged with sexually assaulting two young girls. So let's, let's run through this. Okay. Okay. Rescuers dug through a garbage truck for a boy thought to be inside. Yeah. And a clown charged with sexually assaulting two young girls. Mike I'm so Lawson. curious if they found the boy, so I'm going to actually go with the garbage truck and boy. Okay. It's your choice. The, con- <laughs> the contents of a garbage truck were emptied in search of a boy, officials thought, fell in. Santa Ana firefighters and search dogs poured through the enormous pile of trash from a truck on Tuesday afternoon after the father of a three-year-old boy stopped <gasps> the truck, saying his son was playing inside a garbage can. <gasps> Corporal Anthony Bertana of the Santa Ana police told NBC4 that when police arrived at the scene, the man ran off. What? The search took place in a parking lot, but according to ABC7, was called off when the boy's mother said he was safe with her. The father was later taken into custody and is believed to be under the influence of drugs. The father (gasps) could be charged with filing a false police report. That's going to be one smelly cleanup. Mike Lawson, my question to you. Have you ever lost anything through the trash? You had to dig through it and try and find it. No, never. Oh, really? No, I have you? actually. It's awful. Like, yes, that, like that story's too long. That's a story for another day. What? Like your keys or something? No, I'm gonna tell the story now. What? Paul's ex-boyfriend column was this is years after they broke up. He was visiting, right? And he was talking. He was dating a guy that was much younger than he was. And I was like, what an idiot. And. <laughs> Colm was like, oh, he's so young, and he told me all these young things. He worked at American Eagle. Uh-huh. The boyfriend the boyfriend did not call him. And he's like, and he gave me this ring from American Eagle that he got me. And he says all these, like, <laughs> he says all these cool young things, like, my bad. Like, when he does anything wrong, he says, my bad, my bad. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you're such an idiot, right? Uh-huh. So then we go to Baja Fresh in Costa Mesa, and we're eating lunch, and he goes, I'm going to take this ring off because I don't want to lose it. And he puts it on the tray. And then we eat. And then we throw our food away. And no. then we're like, we're literally leaving the parking lot, right? And he goes, oh, my God. I threw that ring away from American Eagle. We, we have to go back. And I go, oh, right? The, the so American and, Eagle is just right there. We can just- <laughs> I know. And, it's, and you know it's a $5 fucking yeah. ring that they have by the cash register for people to buy. So anyway, if you just like squeeze it too hard between your index finger and thumb, it like, bends, <laughs> you know? So we go there and they go like, we go like, hey, listen, can we just go through this trash can right here? And like, oh, we just took the trash out to the big garbage bins. No! And I go, oh my God, call him. You know what? Just, we're done. He goes, no, 
Like, like, you're welcome to go through the big garbage bins. Mike, we spent hours uh, going through the, the Baja Fresh trash, digging through burritos. Mm-hmm. Never found the ring. At one point, I told them, I said, you better fucking marry this guy. By the way, they broke up like a week later. Yeah. I was so fucking angry. so fucking bitter. I feel, I mean, how do they, how do you let a kid play in a trash can on no, trash he, day? He, he never did. How That's do you what know? the point of the story is. The dad said that he was playing in it. They don't no, say the that No, the dad was wasn't. crazy. Yeah, well, they he was on false, drugs. Find a p- false police report. Oh, they did say that. Yeah. They don't say that the kid wasn't playing in trash, but then I guess that should be concluded when they say filing false police report. I get that. Yeah. And, and then do mom's you see like, what are you talking about? These right pictures here. of this parking lot? Yes. Just, it's a full trash can, trash truck dumped yeah. its whole contents out in a parking lot. It's disgusting. I would have arrested him even if the kid was in there being like, why would you let a kid just play in a trash truck? True, true. I wonder if he kind of knew that he was in trouble because he – why did he flee, you know? Yeah, he just took off. But when you would get in more trouble if your kid was in the trash truck, right? <laughs> like yeah, maybe I feel – He kind of did the right thing if he believed the kid was in there because he was strung out on drugs or whatever. He believed his kid was in there and he did the right thing. He didn't like f- go to the park and he was like, hey, where's Johnny? You know what you I mean? You have a like, good point because – the, our 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 prison system is so overcrowded now that I feel like the guy probably spent an hour in jail for this. Don't you think? Like he's not spending any hard time for this. Yeah, I don't really know what the punishment is for filing a false police report. Like it might be money or something too. He might just have to pay or do probation or yeah, pick up trash. Pick up trash <laughs> <laughs> on the side know, of the freeway. I know a place where he could start. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, just wanted to start right here. What do you got going on next week? Anything exciting? Yeah, I wrote Valentine's Day on the Trello, and then I got a notification. Mike Lawson archived Valentine's Day. Oh, I thought I wrote it because you don't put your face on it like you're supposed to, so it's actually entirely your fault. Uh And so I needed to add more, and you can't add more to the title of the card, so I just archived it and then put it on my card. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Well, that's not in order. So first, on Wednesday, I'm going hanging out with a friend of the show, Beth, and our other friends who do not listen to the show. Uh, We're celebrating some birthdays. We haven't got – the four of us haven't gotten together in years. It's basically my real housewives of Orange County friends. So we're just going to have a bunch of like – white wine and sit outside and cool. be cunty and do that. Yeah. Then on Friday... Uh, Tell Beth I said hi, by the way. I will. Cameron and I are going to um, have dinner with Chris and Mercedes and my other friend Rashawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have a, a, a dinner of food left over from New Year's Eve that was frozen. Okay. It's a good time. <laughs> then uh, Saturday, I'm having lunch with friends of the show, uh, John Marti and Nico. Martinez, mm-hmm. Nico Marti. I, I've made that. You know, they're not that the names aren't related at all. Yeah, why? Well, I, I believe it. And then Sunday, I'm having a Valentine's Day, Mike Lawson, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk about it next week. But yeah, my boyfriend and I are doing something for Valentine's cool. Day. Cool. Well, I look forward to hearing it. I'm gonna this week. I'm gonna install the Trello app on my phone. Oh, you've never done it. No, and as stories happen, I'm going to actually add them to this because I feel like stuff happens all the time. I've even told you I distinctly remember thinking to myself, well, at least now I have a story for the podcast, yeah. and then we get to record, and I'm like, um, Jennifer ditched me? I don't, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't have anything. So I'm going to do that. Um, Jennifer and I are hanging out on Saturday. Mm-hmm. She says so. That's happening. Um, Steve and I are doing Valentine's Day. I actually bought Steve. I had a. Have, have you ever heard of Bloom that B L O O M that? No. What is that? It's a San Francisco thing for sure. And I know they do other cities, but, but I don't know if how they would do it in L A. Because L A. is so fucking big. But uh, basically, it's like same day flower delivery, but it's fairly affordable. Well. Considering how expensive flowers can be. And they have like a lot of really good masculine options. Mm -hmm. So I got him a bloom that delivered to his office today. And it's like a wood box 
with um three succulent plants in it like it's not like flower flowers you know but you can Mm -hmm. still get a card on it and whatever so i had that delivered to his office today i don't know that we're gonna do a lot for valentine's day i think i suggested that we just like cook a really good meal here Mm -hmm. and just do something here i don't know i feel like i'm not super excited about going and doing a crowd yeah, no, no, old. no, neither Cameron and I. Cameron works during the day on Valentine's Day, so we're going to do something, like, cheap and fun in the evening. That's fun, yeah. And that's us, too. We're going to, like, cook here, do something here. And then what's great is Monday is uh, President's Day. So we get to, like, we could drink and be merry and not have mm-hmm. to go to work the next day. So that's exciting. Oh, that's convenient. Yeah. Uh, but as my good friend Dan Savage says, fuck first. So you always fuck before you eat. Did you know that? Oh, that makes sense because you don't want to be all like that guy and Tom Payne on nothing while you're fucking. Yes, exactly. Or And you just don't want to feel bloated and full either. Yeah. Like, you, you want to go have to... wine and enjoy your dinner and like get boozy and then get in bed and go to sleep. Well, also, too, like after – you know, there are some people after they um, – ejaculate who get really sleepy yeah i don't but i do get very like hungry oh um so you could do dinner after that makes sense yeah (laughs) all right joey nice catching up with you go to hell mike thank you for listening to another episode of catching up Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, use action to defeat worry and fear. Do something to change what can be changed, and you'll no longer be afraid.